Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Uh, Dan Mateg, the president of Canadians for Affordable Energy has some information that's probably relevant to you as you're driving around, whether it's over the past couple of days, you've been doing some watching of the numbers. Boy, am I going to get gouged a little bit more? Or do you feel that gas prices are in a pretty good spot right now? I mean, leading up to the new year, we're going to see a little bit of bouncing around. Dan, good afternoon. How are you today? It's fine, Rob, man. Good to hear from you. Thanks for calling. Oh, it's my pleasure. Let's talk about gas leading up to the new year. Uh, is this a trend? Is this a time of year where we see a little bit of a spike, or is this a cooling off and stable period? Well, it tends to be a bit of a bit of both, and, and that's not because I'm hedging my bets here. It's just that uh, we have a year unlike anything we've seen in the past, and if you have gas prices having hit their peak back in June, stayed there pretty much until October, and then began their slow but... Uh, noticeable descent you know i mean we were paying in the 240 range before things have sort of come down to the mid dollar 60 uh range and i think that's you know dollar 70.9 right now uh possible penny drop by uh by thursday i think this is pretty much a tug of war in the market now, the supply picture continues to be uh, questionable uh and that is to say that you know global supplies are just about everything are on the tighter side but uh demand uh, is not quite there. And so you now have a, a scenario playing out where uh, every day uh, markets will start in the morning, say, you know, showing a rally for oil or gasoline or diesel. And by the afternoon, that rally fizzles. Conversely, and we saw this last week, you know, the morning starts off dreadfully low for the product, and suddenly by the afternoon it surges ahead. I think markets are really, uh, you know, in a bit of a quandary. Uh, I don't go as far as what OPEC has said about them, that they're dysfunctional. Mm. But sooner or later, I think uh, there's going to have to be reconciliation of the idea that demand globally for oil and for other products is going to continue to rise. And uh, sooner or later, uh, you know, COVID lockdowns in China will end. I think that's coming, you know, pretty clear. Uh, you know, the Fed won't continue to raise interest rates. Uh, and the, the, you know, the excuses have been used to say, well, uh, you know, things are going to be really bleak in the next several months may start to wane a little bit with that we could see prices going right back up by February, March, and April. That's not good news. <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think $1.90 to $2 a liter is a reality we're going to have to come to grips with, especially as we head towards uh, more seasonably warmer weather, especially in the April to uh, October uh, range, not just because of the conversion from uh, summer blend, uh, winter blends of gasoline to summer, but, you know, increasing carbon taxes. And, of course, uh, significant demand um you know we we ran short a couple of times over the past few months looks like we're getting back on track but that's uh you know it, it's it can be day-to-day -day, a refinery south of the border uh you know or disruption on the pipeline or some geopolitical events can set prices on a tear they're likely to go up more dramatically than they are to fall as dramatically uh because of the sort of uh, uh you know the trigger switch almost uh, nature of, of markets these days 
So, Dan, full disclosure, we are a Tesla family in the Faye household. We're also a hybrid family. It uh, was an intriguing article that you wrote a couple of weeks back at affordableenergy.ca. The problem with electric vehicles, um, part of it's political, but part of it is, you know, uh, well, actually, I don't want to steal your thunder here. There's a number of reasons why this is a little bit of a challenge. It's a challenge because the world isn't, hasn't made the transition to building these things on a scale uh, that we uh, that we can use uh, as successfully and as reliably as internal combustion engines. Uh, we need to build out our infrastructure. You need three or four site C dams to be able to uh, manage to accommodate 100% electrification of our entire grid, and with that, of course, EVs. We have to also recognize that uh, short of subsidies, uh, these vehicles would not be purchased. Short of mandates, these vehicles would likely not be purchased. And, you know, maybe it's a bit of bias on my behalf. I served public relations for Toyota Canva some 30 years ago before I was a member of parliament. Toyota, the largest manufacturer of automobiles in the world, is saying that's not the future. And I, I tend to believe they're, they're right. I think there are other opportunities, hydrogen, whatnot. And, of course, they've made quite a, uh, they've made quite a, a name for themselves, introducing a power that I recall, we called it the tsunami. I introduced one of the prototypes here in Canada, or the concept car. You know what today is the Prius. Mm-hmm. 30 years later, it's uh, yeah. You're, you talk hybrids. That I think is the trendsetter, and that's really the uh, the base for all you know future vehicles. I think, and you need that kind of eclectic variety of energy sources when you want to get your vehicle to go from point A to point B. Electric EVs are great; they're fun to drive. Love the torque on them, uh, but they're no darn good when it comes to the kind of weather we just saw over the past week and a half in most of North America. You know, one thing that my wife said to me is she said in cold weather, the battery immediately loses about 80 kilometers. When we talk about, you know, a full charge bringing about, what, 320, 340. She said, man, the temperature dipped and all of a sudden I was about 250 on a full charge. And I said, I'm not a scientist. I don't know much about that. But there's got to be a method to that madness. Well, look, you drive a hybrid. So do I. Uh, My Ford Escape, uh, you know, at this time of year is pushing maybe nine, 8.9, you know, liters for 100 kilometers. Um, during the during the summer when the weather's warmer, it's down to six and a half, seven. So, you know, battery is battery. The technology is, has not developed, and perhaps we're dealing with more issues of physics than we are, uh, you know, uh, wishful thinking. But we're not at the stage yet where the, the EV can replace or displace the uh, internal combustion engine. But remind yourselves, of course, of the fact that what's involved in building an EV is far more damaging to the environment than most, I think, realize. And the ability for us to go and, you know, mine the products that are needed. Good luck trying to get a mining permit of any type in Canada, much less the cost of doing so in Canada. We have to be very careful that we're not unwittingly giving this over to countries like China, which are only too happy to partake in our business, but uh, are using coal uh, and other forms of of, uh, damaging environmental uh, elements in order to produce uh, the various rare earth minerals, the cobalt, the lithium, the graphite, etc. So at the end of all of this, uh, maybe Canada could sell a bit more natural gas to Asia. I think that would be a bit of a trade-off. I think that'd be a good trade-off, to be honest with you. And I know that there's a few people looking up at the sky saying, damn you for saying that, but I understand <laughs> the business of energy as well. Dan, happy holidays, and thank you for this. I'm going to go start rolling my quarters, knowing that that $2 mark is probably where we're going to land. And thank you for your time today. I'll be joining you. Have a great new year. Take care, Rob. (laughs)